Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we are focusing on the topic, He Rescued Me, based on our reading of Luke chapter 23, verses 39 to 43. Let us hear what the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due rewards of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Jesus is the only one who can rescue us from the clutches of the hands of Satan. What a powerful message from the Lord today, reminding us that no matter how deep we have found ourselves in sin, if we confess our sins, He will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Satan would want us to believe that we are beyond the pardoning power of Jesus. Satan would want for us to believe that we have gone too far and there is no way that God would take us back. Satan would want us to believe that God cannot forgive us for that particular sin and therefore it makes no sense to repent of our transgression and ask for pardon. Today, God is reminding us through the story of the thief on the cross that Satan is a liar. Let us take a few minutes to look at the conversations between the two thieves on the cross and the response of Jesus to the request from one of the thieves. In Luke chapter 23 and verse 39 to 43, the word of the Lord said, One of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. And the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. He said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou come in thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Here we see one of the thieves defending Jesus and indicating to the other thief that what was happening to them they deserved. This thief could clearly see that what was happening to Jesus was not just at all. It was clear to him that Jesus was not doing anything wrong. To cause him to be placed on the cross. It was clear to this thief that he was in the presence of the Son of God and since this was his last day on earth, now was the last chance or his last chance to get help from God. Here we see the Holy Spirit at work in the heart of a man who was lost in sin. Here we see the Holy Spirit convicting the heart of this man and 
encouraging him to ask Jesus this very important question. While all of the above is very encouraging, I found the response of Jesus in verse 43 mind-blowing. Can you imagine that while Jesus was hanging on a cross with the weight of the sins of everyone on his shoulder, he was still able to give this man hope? Notice very carefully that Jesus gave this man hope even before Jesus got the keys to death and the grave. Jesus promised this man eternal life even though he had not completed the work required to make himself the medium through which this man could become reconciled to God. This just shows the level of confidence that Jesus had in the fact he would pay the ultimate price to rescue sinners from the hands of Satan. So, whenever we feel down, and believe we have wandered too far from God, let us take some time to study this story about the thief on the cross. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, made the following statement. One can be sure that they shall have time to repent at death, but every man may be sure that he cannot have the advantages that this penitent thief had whose case was altogether extraordinary. He never had any offer of Jesus, nor day of grace before now. He was designed to be a singular instance of the power of Christ's grace now at a time when he was crucified in weakness. Christ, having conquered Satan in the destruction of Judas, and the preservation of Peter erects this further trophy of his victory over him in the conversation or the conversion of this malefactor, a specimen of what he would do. We shall see the, the case to be extraordinary if we observe the extraordinary grants of Christ's favor to him. Jesus said unto him, in answer to his prayer, verily I say unto you, I, the Amen, the faithful witness, I say Amen to this prayer. Put my faith to it. Nay, thou shalt have more than thou dost ask. This day shall be with me in paradise. Observe one. First, to whom this was spoken, to the penitent thief, to him and not to his companion. Christ upon the cross is like Christ upon the throne, for now is the judgment of this world. One departs with a curse, the other with a blessing. Though Christ himself was now in the greatest struggle and agony, yet he had a word of comfort to speak to a poor penitent that commit himself to him. Note, even great sinners, if they be true penitents, shall, through Christ, obtain not only the pardon of their sin, but a place in the paradise of God. Hebrew chapter 9 and verse 15. This magnifies the riches of free grace that rebels and traitors shall not only be pardoned, but preferred 
thus preferred. Secondly, by whom this was spoken? This was another meditorial word which Christ spoke, though upon a particular occasion, yet with a general intention to explain the true intent and meaning of the suffering, as he died to purchase the forgiveness of sins for us, so also to purchase eternal life for us. By this word, we are given to understand that Jesus died to open the kingdom of heaven to all penitent, obedient believers. Today, God is reminding us that we, he will forgive the sins of any penitent sinner, no matter how gruesome the sin. Here, God is reminding us that if we sin, God will always be willing to forgive us of our sins, no matter what sins we have committed. I pray that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to continue to put our hands in the hands of Jesus. This way, God will be able to rescue us from destruction. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for this powerful reminder that, Lord, you will forgive our sins. You will rescue us from the hands of the enemy, no matter what we have done. All we need to do is confess and repent of our transgressions. And like the thief on the cross, you will grant us a home in your eternal kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the power of this message, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.